Hello, my name is Michael D'Angelo. Welcome to Let This Mind Be In You, or if you're a return listener, welcome back. This is a ministry founded on proclaiming the gospel to the lost and exhorting Christians to remember that we have the mind of Christ, so let this mind be in you. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe with all of your friends and family, and if you'd like to reach me, you can reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. That's L-T-M-B-I-Y at yahoo.com. I also have a Facebook page. You can find that at Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. Just search for that. Also, you can find us on YouTube at Let This Mind Be In You. Hello, thank you for joining me again. On tonight's broadcast, we're going to be back in the book of Ephesians in chapter 4 for part 2. Uh, we're going to be speaking about putting on the new man, um, And also, we're going to be talking about grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. Can you grieve the Holy Spirit? How? And uh, so we're going to be speaking uh, about that tonight. And uh, join me as we continue in the series of the book of Ephesians in chapter 4 for part 2. And hello and welcome back to Let This Mind Be In You. It's Thursday, and I think we're in the month of June now. I believe so now. Finally, in the month of June, but June 4th? Yep. Right? Yeah. June 4th, uh, 2020. And uh, what an interesting year. Mm. Time is growing short. Let's put it that way. And uh, we're going to talk about quite a few things tonight, but um, I want to give it a few minutes while everybody's coming in here. And um, usually I need to make sure, even though I already looked, yep, I'm live on my Facebook page and YouTube. And also I am recording Thank you, Lord, for helping me to remember to turn on my recorder. And uh, hello to you, Brother Gabriel. I see you over there on YouTube, and uh, several people are starting to come in here to Facebook. Um, So let's mention, I see you, Sister Debbie. Hello. Uh, So let's mention, uh, Sister Debbie. So last night, uh, she she, uh, messaged me on the the Let This Mind Be In You uh, discussion group um, messenger. And uh, she, she messaged me and asked uh, for a passage of Scripture to be good to read to a uh, dear saint, a, um, a man that was um, on his deathbed, um, although he didn't really die, even though his, his flesh did. Uh, he was a saved man, and uh, Sister Debbie wanted to have a passage of Scripture to be able to read to him by his bedside. She was going to visit him today, and uh, she knew there would be lost family members there, uh, well, she just messaged me right before we went on to the show here, I'll show the broadcast, right before we went on here and says uh, she has a couple of unspoken prayer requests to ask uh, prayer for. So we will ask for prayer tonight. Uh, so hello, Brother Ryan and uh, Brother Dan. Uh, so she did ask for a couple of unspoken prayer requests, so we'll have to remember that later on tonight. And then she said, Gary passed away late last night, minutes after texting with you. And, uh, well, my, my dear sister says she feels guilty uh, that Bob and I were headed uh, down this morning to see him. Well, he, he, when he passed away, when he's closed his eyes in death, he was um, absent from the body, but he was present with the Lord. And I do realize you wanted to go down there, uh, Sister Debbie, and uh, be an encouragement to him. Um, but um, he's, he's in a very <laughs> much better, much better place now. But I would tell you that the passage of Scripture that um, I talked about was 1 Corinthians 15, the entirety of it. Um, it's so much doctrine in there. And so if you get a chance to go to um, the services, the going home services, it's not a funeral. Um, if you get a chance to do that and you get a chance to maybe witness um, and God gives you opportunity to witness to his family, I would point them to 1 Corinthians 15, the entirety of it, and, and talk about the, that hope that's there. So I'm going to turn over there real quick. We're going to hit on it. I think we're going to go back to 1 Corinthians 15 here in a few minutes. But as people are coming in here, um, yes, verse number 51, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in a twinkling of, of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Um, changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. It's going to be really good. Um, so he gets to go before we do. Okay. As far as his, his, um, his 
uh, corruptible body that's going to go into the ground that does have the ability to die because of sin entering into the world, but because he put his faith in Jesus Christ, the first fruits of the resurrection, he's going to be resurrected from the dead. As far as caught up in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, he shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality. So uh, that's a very good verse. And you can, at the beginning of 1 Corinthians 15, Sister Debbie, obviously with the gospel being there, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and was raised again on the third day um, according to the scriptures and buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. That was for us so that we can have this blessed hope. So I hope that's a help to you. And uh, thank you, dear sister, for uh, for asking for prayer last night and then reaching out. And uh, that's what it's about, uh, body of believers uh, strengthening and edifying each other. So uh, be an uh, ambassador there, Sister Debbie. Okay, so we'll be praying for you. Hello, Sister Elizabeth and uh, Brother Jacob Mays. Hello. He lost his track record. Oh, for showing up on time. <laughs> that's okay. All right, so uh, we have quite a few people here, and um, I wanted to bring up something real quick. Um, let's see. Let's go back to uh, Colossians. Colossians chapter 4. Uh in verse number six, let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer every man. That's both within and without the faith, okay? And uh, since last week, I've been talking to many brothers and sisters in Christ, um, many brethren, and just talking to them, just trying to get a good um, multitude of counselors, that is, uh, with brethren. And um, so last week, I, I did show the, uh, the, the video of the group singing here in my home studio, and um, there was some perception, there was some different um, thoughts about that one way and even the other, uh, several different things. And what I, I came to, I really prayed this entire week and um, of how I'm going to answer this, while I was blessed in my spirit. I was not, it did not appeal to my flesh. Um, some have issues with certain types of instruments. Some have issues with certain um, appearances and, and just, so in order to not have to deal with that, um, any kind of unnecessary, um, any kind of unnecessary um, I wouldn't even say contention. It wasn't contentious at all. But it just just to avoid anything uh, that would cause any kinds of issues whatsoever and would distract from anything else, um, I won't be showing any more videos. From time to time, I may play a song, just the audio version of it, potentially. Um, but I, I want to just make sure that uh, here on Let This Mind Be In You, this, this ministry... I'm not providing the stumbling block. I'm not providing any sort of offense of any kind that's unnecessary, okay? I'm going to stand for the scriptures. Um, we're going to talk about, uh, we'll, we'll get to Ephesians chapter 5 and some different thoughts I have on that when we get there. Uh, however, it's not worth the, uh, the distraction or any sort of uh, division whatsoever, um, and it wasn't contentious, and I, I don't want that to be the perception. I just wanted to address that really quickly and uh, just say that I love each and every one of you that, uh, that do tune in. I don't want that to be any sort of um, taking any kind of focus away from the Word of God. Uh, even though psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, it is vitally important to make melody in our heart, to sing praises to the one that's worthy of praise. But at the same time, I do realize... Some come out of a different background. Some may have a different kinds of um, views on things. And, and rather than be the distraction, I would rather this to be the focus, okay? So I hope that makes sense. And um, if you have any kind of questions about that or any kind of things that you would like to talk about further, please reach out to me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. I will try to respond. Um, 
uh, Brother Ryan's on here sent me a bunch of uh, of uh, literature, and I'm trying to read through some of that. And I'm it's just I'm just super busy, but I want to at least try to respond to say I received your email, and I believe I did that for you, Brother Ryan, and uh, I did receive that. And so I hope that makes sense. I'm gonna check this one more time right before we get started. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll look up. Uh, Let's look that up real quick. Uh, so, Brother Ryan here is saying First Peter three fifteen. Yeah, let's see. But sanctify the Lord Garden God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason for the, of the hope that is in you, and with meekness and fear. Um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like I said, give an answer. Um, let my speech be always with grace, though. Seasoned with salt. It needs to be seasoned with the truth. Um, that needs to be the forefront, the truth, the Word of God. Um, I just don't want it to be a distraction, okay? And I hope that makes sense to you all. All right, and let's um, let's look and see here. Uh, all right, now I'm going to avoid this. Like I've been trying to do the past several weeks uh, the last several broadcasts, I've been trying to just concentrate solely on on the study for the night, and um, that way I'm not looking at the comments. So if I don't notice your comment or whatever down the road, maybe just wait to the end to either put the comment or a question, or put the comment or question beforehand, and I'll try to get to it at the end of the uh, broadcast. Also, prayer requests, any kind of prayer request that you would have uh, for us to be praying for um, as those that uh, tune in all around uh, the country, and uh, we've even had people come in here from other parts of the world uh, at times. So if anybody watches this later on, they can be in prayer for those um, and uh, lift you up in the Lord. So if you want to just say unspoken like Sister Debbie did, that's perfectly fine. The Lord knows and uh, maketh intercession for us, as the Bible says. Okay. I don't know if I, I, I meant to start a watch party on um, some other thing. Hopefully somebody started some of those. My wife sometimes does. My mom sometimes does, but that's okay. Okay, and uh, we're going to get started right away with Ephesians chapter 4. We're in uh, we're part 2. Okay, we only made it through a little bit. And by way of review of Ephesians 4, we talked about uh, Paul being a prisoner of the Lord. Verse 1, they walk worthy that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. And remember, we talked about the ministry, your vocation, ambassadors. We are sons of God. We're joint heirs. All these different things that we are now in that uh, in the body of Christ. Beyond that, as it talks about walking worthy, we're going to talk about tonight um, grieving the Holy Spirit. Grieve not the Holy Spirit. And that sounds really strange. Like, what does that mean? And uh, I hope I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a little bit of an example um, that we can relate to, but I think it's pretty self-explanatory. But uh, just to put it kind of more into perspective for us tonight when we talk about grieving the Holy Spirit. Also, we talked about the uh, one body, one spirit, and we went all the way down through there, the gift of Christ. And then we got down to um, verse 13, when it says, uh, or you know, when it talked about apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers, for the perfecting, verse 12, of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. And we said, what is the time frame? How long are we supposed to be doing that together? Okay, up until what point? And it says here, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Well, if that's just an academic exercise, okay, let's keep studying our Bible. But look what it says. Unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of unto a perfect man, excuse me, that's complete, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. And I believe that is when we are fully redeemed, as we just got done talking about in 1 Corinthians 15, when that corruption will put on incorruption, when mortality will put on immortality. And uh, that's, that's going to be a great day where our whole body, soul, and spirit will be redeemed. Remember, our spirit has been quickened, our soul has been redeemed, we are uh, seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, he has sealed us until the, until the day of redemption, redemption of what? That purchased possession, this flesh that's going to put on incorruption one day, and uh, that blessed hope. Boy, I can't wait for that. 
and it could be soon, very, very soon, uh, maybe even before we get done talking or in the next moment. Time is short. If you have not come to that realization yet that you are a sinner in need of a Savior, um, let the let the Word of God, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God, um, allow it to seep into your heart, okay? Allow it. Let the Spirit work in on you tonight. Don't reject it. It's the calling of the Holy Spirit, the one that's that's pulling, that's drawing you to him. Don't reject, okay? Tonight is the night. All right, so we talked about reason or how long and why, what is the purpose, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men, and cunning craftiness, whereby they, they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. And we talked about the whole body fit jointly by Christ. We are together. We are working together, should be, in unison, just like the muscles and sinews that are compacted and fitly joined in my body, and I can do these things like this. It takes so many different muscles in order for just this action to take place, okay? And we're going to get into a little bit more, but let's get started back where we just uh, where we left off last week, okay? Verse 17, um, this is right after verse 16 that we just got done talking about. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. So, the natural man in his natural state, his natural mind, has all these different things. You, By the way, you still have that corruptible flesh, and that's the struggle. Excuse me. I did not uh, start out with some coffee, and that's why I uh, my, my throat feels the way it does. <sighs> okay. But there, as we got done talking about, so 1 Corinthians chapter 2 speaks about this. But we have the mind of Christ now. We have the Holy Spirit in us now. We can grieve that, as we'll see in a moment. But that's the war of, the, of our flesh and our own mind, our own intellect. Uh, even though we have the ability now, because the Spirit has quickened us to even be able to understand and comprehend spiritual things, we can still get wrapped up in that old mind. And Paul is saying here, having the under, or excuse me, this I say therefore and, testi- well, and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, all about themselves, the, the mind of the world, okay? We still have that from time to time. And if we're not careful, we can start to walk. Our conversation can be about that part of us, which it should not be so. Henceforth, because you realize these things and, and you have people, you have the Holy Spirit to comfort you, to teach you, and, and people around you to edify and exhort and everything that's around you that can help you, giving you the, the, um, that's the, 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 the strength of the body, he's giving you those things in order that you don't walk as Gentiles in the past, as you your old flesh would walk, that wants to walk, that constantly is trying to pull you in that direction. But the more you live in the Spirit and around those people that are edifying and exhorting you and strengthening you and saying, come on, brother, brother Mike, please, come on, now. The, this is what the Word of God says. Yes, you're right. And that's the pull and tug and everything of that of the world. If you feed more of that flesh, though, you're going to start walking. Your life is going to mirror that, which should not be so. Henceforth, henceforth, meaning from here on out, just remember that. Put on the new man, as we're going to see here in a minute. Okay? Having the under the understanding darkened. Remember, they have the their own mind. They, they cannot comprehend these things because they're spiritually discerned. Having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. What a sad statement. But because man's sin, because of man's sin that has separated them from God, okay, because of that separation, 
their understanding is darkened, being alienated, not of the same country. You know, we talk about an illegal alien, okay? An alien just means not of that, all right, an illegal alien, not of that country. I've entered the country illegally, but I'm not a part. I'm not a citizen. I'm not a fellow citizen, as the Bible says, an heir. I'm not a part of that country. Well, we can be aliens in this present world, but in, in God's mind, in God's viewpoint, they are alienated from that life of God through the ignorance that is in them. Cannot understand that. This is all 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Read this in comparison to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Because of the blindness of their heart. By the way, when the body of Christ is caught up, a lot of people will say, well, I will understand then. I, You know, I'll believe you then, Brother Mike. I know you said that. I know Christians have been saying this for years and years and years. One day... They're just going to disappear. And, um, you know, if I see that happen, which, by the way, I don't know how big of an impact of the, on the world that's actually going to be. That's just me. But there's 7 billion people on this planet. And broad is the way to destruction. And the narrow is the way. As Jesus said, many in that day are going to say, Lord, Lord. So it's not, I don't think it's that many in comparison to worldwide population, if that makes sense. I don't know. It's not for me to judge and and to tell, but it seems like, biblically speaking, there's not going to be that many. However, if you think that you're going to change your mind, if you're watching this right now and you think, well, I'm going to change my mind, and I'll know then that that the Bible is true, the Bible says that God sends a strong delusion, that they'll be able to that they will believe the lie in that time. If you're hearing the word of God right now and you're being convicted and drawn by the Holy Spirit and you reject that, you won't change your mind, okay? If the body of Christ is called out of here, caught up, when him that letteth is taken out of the way, that's the body of Christ, there's going to be a blindness an even greater blindness placed on you even by God. What a scary thought, and it's a serious, sobering thought. It's not something to play around with. Verse 19, who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness. They've just given themselves completely over to that. As you look out onto the news and the world at right now, especially in America, right now, but all that's going on. People have been giving themselves over to work all uncleanness with greediness. It's all about them. Be careful, Christian believer, because we're not above that ourselves, where it becomes all about us. What can I get out of this? That's not the mind of Christ. That is not the attitude and the, and, the, and the spirit working through you. That's flesh wanting to be about yourself again. We're not above that. We're not beyond that. We still have this corruptible flesh. We still have immortal, or the mortality on us. We're not above that. Be careful. But... Verse 20, ye have not so learned Christ. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. We'll get to eventually, I think Philippians will be next. But the one of the main reasons, and I've spoken to some of you brethren out there that are maybe watching right now. When I talk about second or Philippians uh, 2 and verse 5, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, that's a... That's a verse taken out that's an admonishment to me, and that's why I've used this for the ministry, this verse here, let this mind be in you. But there's verses before that and after that that are equally as convicting. Look at the mind of Christ. Do you have the mind of Christ? Well, I'm saved, Brother Mike. I have the, yes, I have the Holy Spirit. I have the mind of Christ. Are you letting it, allowing it to be in you? 
Are you putting on the new man as we're about ready to see here in a moment? If you find yourself in the flesh and starting to be in about that walk, you have not so learned, you have not so learned Christ. It's almost like your uh, your grandfather or something, you know, I didn't raise you that way or your dad, you know, I, I didn't raise you to be like that. You haven't learned that from me. And again, I'm not trying to be flippant about that, but how much so more your heavenly father? Ye have not so learned Christ. If so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. How are we taught? By the Holy Spirit, right? So if you are in Christ, you are a new creature. If so be that ye have heard him, that conviction at one point in time in your life, the drawing of the Holy Spirit, and have been taught by him. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. You put your faith in what he has said in his word. His death, his burial, his resurrection for your sins. As the truth is in Jesus. Verse 22, that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. Put off uh, notes that you have to die to self daily. You have to do that. You have to make the conscious choice to say, you know what, I surrender to you, Lord. I, I, I want to die. Lord, help me to die to self Paul says, I die daily. Verse 23, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. See the small s? Spirit of your mind. That's our, that's our spirit. That's our conscience. You know, our, we, the ability to think, to reason, to understand in our own mind, our own intellect. But just remember, be renewed in that thought. Re, constantly be renewed in that thought, in the spirit of your mind. That way, verse 24, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Turn your Bibles to Colossians chapter 3 and verse 10. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 10. And let's look at the same language Paul uses here in Ephesians in Colossians, okay? Um, we've, we've studied through this uh, book together already, but let's go back and let's review. Verse number 9 Let's start off with this. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. The image. I've been taking the, uh, uh, I just took the teenagers and uh, the body of believers that I'm helping out with. I took the teenagers to this, uh, this concept even last night, the image. We are created, man was created in the image of God. Male and female created he them. Remember, this is not a, that's not a, an anatomical type statement. That is a structure statement, body, soul, and spirit. By the way, the image of God, the express image of him, all the fullness of the Godhead bodily is body, soul, and spirit. All the fullness of the Godhead bodily was Jesus Christ. By him, all the worlds were made. But we were created in the image. Now, I, I took a, uh, uh, well, this fell off my wall again. I think the wall can't stand how, uh, how ugly this guy is. But anyways, I took this, and just to give a, just an example, that when I, when I show you this, and I hope you can see this here, see that uh, young feller there? That was almost 20 years ago. Let's see here. There you go. That was almost 20 years ago. That's an image of me, okay? But that's not what it's talking about. That's an exp you know, express image of me, okay? But that's just a picture. 
when the Bible says male and female created he them, that's you don't have that direct likeness as far as anatomy or so forth and so on. Males and females are different. I don't think I have to tell anybody that's watching this at, you know, 9.30 Central Time that there's difference between men and women, anatomically speaking. It's speaking of structure. But you have to remember this, that you are no longer this old creature, even though you're still in this shell that is the old creature. That's why constantly in that ye put on, I put on a shirt. If I don't remember to put it on, I did not put it on. Now, it doesn't change the fact that he has sealed you into the day of redemption. He has sealed that spirit. You've been quickened in your spirit. It doesn't change that fact. You can't lose your salvation because it wasn't yours to begin with. Understand? It's his righteousness, his imputed righteousness that covers you. At the same time, though, we still live, as we just read in, um, in 1 Corinthians 15, we still have this flesh. And if I put on the flesh, if I go out forgetting who I am, whose father I belong to, I'm not putting on the new man. I'm choosing to put on the old man. Ooh. Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. Grace will abound. It's much more... (laughs) When he said it is finished, when he forgave you of your sins, when you put your trust and faith in his shed blood, in his resurrection, the gospel, when you cried out and said, I cannot save myself, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. When you came to the, the, the godly sorrow, when he saved you, past, present, and future sins are forgotten. The Bible says as far as the east is from the west, he chooses because he can do this in his power. He can choose to forget your sins because he sees Christ in you. But you can put on the old man, can't you? You can remember those things that you used to do and start walking in that way. I'm speaking from experience. What a tough and difficult life it is because it makes you, it's like being double-minded. Seems to be a verse about that. A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. It's that constant. But if you're trying to feed this flesh, you're going to grieve the Holy Spirit, and we're about ready to get to that. But just remember that, the new man, Colossians 3.10. Also, let's look at uh, 2 Corinthians. We were, uh, we were in 1 Corinthians earlier. Let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse number 17. Uh, I went right past it. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse... 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. See how it's all coming back uh, around like full circle to wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself. Read it for what it says. Not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath condemned unto us the word, or committed unto us the word of reconciliation. That's the ministry. Give the word of reconciliation. Man is separated because of his sin, but because of the sinless one, God in flesh, humbling himself to the cross, He's reconciled you if you, (laughs) that's the free gift, the free gift, the gift of God that's available for you. Verse 25, back in Ephesians chapter four, wherefore, putting away lying, speaking every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Members, hmm, saw that in 1 Corinthians 12, I believe it is. 
Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Now, I will admit something to you. I struggle with this verse. I really do. When it says, be ye angry and sin not, let not the sun go down upon your wrath. I've heard this taught in several different ways. And I will be perfectly honest with you. I, I, I struggle with this. I don't understand. Like, I don't know if it's because of just my flesh gets in the way, but I'm thinking, it's like, if I'm angry, I'm definitely sinning, okay? <laughs> I can't, I, I don't know. I, I, it's this thing about be angry and sin not. I, I try not to get angry, and I, I try not to get to that point. I really try, really try, and um, I think I think uh, you know, uh, you know, the Lord has helped me to mature in that and to um, grow in grace. However, I just don't. I, I can't understand this. I know it's been taught several different ways. I'm not saying one way is wrong or the other, but. Uh, just for what it says, I have faith in what it says, be ye angry and sin not, let not the sun go down upon your wrath. I've heard it said that if you go to bed or let the sun go down upon your, your anger and your wrath, that's when it turns into sin. I don't know about that. Um, I just know that my sins have been forgiven, but I should not uh, walk in that, that life anymore um, because my relationship in my mind, because I know I'm sinning, See, in this flesh, I know it's the flesh won out. Oh, so that re affects relationship, but not my standing, because my standing is not because of works of righteousness which I have done. Okay. Verse twenty-seven. This makes pretty, you know, this pretty clear. Neither give place to the devil. Okay. Uh, I don't know if this is just like if you're acting like the world, that's giving place for your testimony for those that look upon you and go, hmm, I thought you were a, you're a Bible believer. You're one of those Bible believers, and you're acting like that? I think that might give a place like, that's fake. Maybe that's what it's talking about. I don't know. But this is talking, again, about a changed life. It, it, somebody that is saved is going to have some sort of change in their life. It may not be right away. I remember one of the first uh, broadcasts that I did uh, was with my dad, and we talked about his testimony. And it, it is a sanctification process. Don't get the two terms, justification and sanctification, mixed up. We're justified by faith. It has nothing to do with anything. that He's done the work. But the sanctification is an ongoing process. And you'll fall and you'll fail. You'll get up and you'll move on and you'll ask, you know, the forgiveness of your own mind, essentially, and saying, Lord, restore this relationship. I know I, you know, I messed up. I know I sinned. And uh, Lord, I thank you so much for not even remembering, choosing to not remember those sins. Lord, so thankful for that. But you're going to have a change. There's going to be somewhat of a change. We're new creatures. Are you going to look, smell, act exactly what the world would consider, whoa, this is what they have a picture of, of a, of a born-again believer? Possibly not, but you're going to grow. You're going to make mistakes as far as you're going to, you know, be angry and definitely be sinning. You know, there's going to be things that easily beset us. My point is, is that there is a change. There is a change. Look at the example. Let him that stole steal no more. If you were a thief and before um, you were saved, after you get saved, I'm telling you the desire is not going to be towards that. You may still fail and still steal, but you're not going to walk after that lifestyle. Now, I will say that there is a way to, you will walk afar off. You may even forget the fact, even get so bad to forget the fact that you're even of the faith. But they're, who the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. You're going to be getting what I call, or, you know, as I was raised, whoopings, okay? The Lord loves you. He's going to try to correct that because you are an ambassador. You're a direct representative of him in this country. He's not going to just let you just do whatever you want to do and just live your life the way you want to live it. Not as a true 
born again child of God. The Bible says that if it's not, you know, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but you're illegitimate. You can say this all you want, but if you're not having any of that chastening in your life, you're illegitimate, and that I warn you. If you made a profession of faith, if you just said, well, you know, I, yeah, I, pr- I remember praying a prayer one time, and be sure, be fully persuaded, and just think about that. But rather, verse 28 to finish it out, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the things which the thing which is good that he may have to give to him that needeth. See, the, the total different 180 stealing. By the way, a lot of stealing and looting going on right now has nothing to do with anybody else. Well, I'm stealing in the name of this guy that, no, you're not. You're not stealing because you're stealing because you're a thief and you want it. It's about you. See, don't tell me that it's some sort of a um, statement that I'm really standing up for that guy over there. No, you're not. The Bible says that these new creatures, we're a new creature in Christ. We're going to work, working with his hands, a thing which is good that he may have to give to him that needeth. Not so that he can just gather a whole bunch of stuff to himself, work and work and work and work just so he can have more stuff. It's so you can be able to help those that need the necessity of the saints. Verse 29, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Some people like to say, well, this is talking about just cursing. Well, that is included, but it's also any word given that's not in edif- not edifying to the hearer. You know, I don't really like the way you did that. You know, this, well, okay, that's not edifying. That's kind of corrupt communication. As we go about this life, be careful. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. It's not just cursing. Okay? It is definitely in there. That, don't get me wrong. One of the rules that I have on this Let This Mind Be In You Ministries uh, discussion page, which is the private group on Facebook, uh, one of the rules that I, I put on there is just this verse right here. Let no corrupt communication. No debate. You know? It's fine to have a discussion and things like that, that we're trying to grow in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, getting in the word and saying, well, it says this over here, but have grace with each other and let not that, uh, let no corrupt communication come out of your mouth. Okay. I just don't want to put up with it because it goes against the scriptures. Not that the fact that I don't fail at this of myself. Okay. I'm not beyond that, but I would, should hope that as fellow believers in Christ, that we can come to say, you know, my brother, I'm, I apologize. I'm so sorry for that. I, that was not edifying. Verse number 30, and this is the point I was trying to get to. This entire thing is talking and just wraps it up. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you're sealed unto the day of redemption. I always ask those that believe that you can lose your salvation. When are, when, it says sealed unto the day of redemption. When is that day? Okay, I the Bible is very clear what that day of redemption is. Okay, that's uh, what we just got done talking about at the very beginning of the broadcast. That blessed hope that we shall not all, you know, those even those that are uh, dead in Christ, those that are we which are alive. I'm butchering the verse right now, but you understand what I'm saying. That's the day of redemption, that purchased possession. You were bought with a price. You're a new creature. You are not your own. He's going to redeem you one day as far as this, this flesh, this, this mortality will put on immortality, this corruption will put on incorruption in 1 Corinthians 15. What a great passage of Scripture there in chapter 15 of 1 Corinthians. So much doctrine through that entirety of, the, of that, that chapter. Let's finish up here in verse number 31. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tender hearted, forgiving one another. So, again, 
If I've done something or said something that has maybe offended anybody that's not doctrine, okay, that's not a doctrinal issue, I will stand on the Word of God. I'm, I'm not going to apologize for that. But if I've said something that has not been edifying and it's been done with the wrong spirit and I haven't been kind and tenderhearted, please forgive me. But I should be willing to do the same for you. Forgiving one another. Why? Let's finish up by reading together. Even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Remember, remember, remember grace. And that's Ephesians chapter 4. So next time, Ephesians chapter 5, be reading uh, ahead. A study through Ephesians chapter 5. We'll hit that up next Thursday and maybe potentially get through it. If not, we'll do another part two. Makes no difference. Okay. Now, right there at uh, 15 till, just about. So let's uh, turn over here. Uh, let's start over here on Facebook. All right. So let's remember. Um, so again, any kind of, any kind of prayer request, uh, make sure you put them up here and we're going to pray at the end. Um, but just remember to pray for sister Debbie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, good stuff. Oh, quite a few people. Odie Delaney. I don't know if you're still on here, brother, but hello to you. My wife says that this is a baby picture. I don't know. Can you still see? Let's put this up here. Maybe I should have been able to zoom into that, but my wife says that's a baby picture. I can't believe it. That, that young man right there is 19 years old. Where does the time go? 19 years ago. Well, over 19 years ago. Wow. Anyways, <laughs> I understand what you're saying, though, uh, my love. A baby picture. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah, young man. I don't think I've changed that much. My hair is definitely grayer, way gray. So, anyways. Uh, David Lee Wilson. Hello, Brother David. Uh, talking about Psalm uh, 51, verse 10. Create in me... A clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. We've been renewed. Uh, you know, that's we've been redeemed. Uh, we, we've looked at that before, Brother David, where, um, you know, the, the connotation of redeemed is that God made man in his image. He was perfect from the beginning. Man fell. So that possession has been bought, repurchased, as uh, the Webster's 1828 uh, dictionary talks about redeemed. And we look up the that it's just an amazing thought to think about that and that our spirit is renewed, and that we can even have the mind of Christ, as 1 Corinthians 2.16. Brethren, we have the mind of Christ. Quite a bit of stuff in here. Brother Dave is commenting. Yes, grace that is greater than all our sin. That's exactly right, because He's taking uh, care of it. No, uh, there's no such thing as a sin account. That account was settled long ago. All right, whenever it was you were saved, but um, it's nailed to the cross. Okay, it's the blood is taking it away. Um, I I understand why people want to try to, but there's no such thing as a sin account. If you have a sin account, that's you thinking, well, if I, you know, one day if I get to heaven and you know I have enough. Good works that way, the bad works. That's not how that that is. Now in Christ, we're going to be judged whether the things we done in, in in this body for Christ were done in the spirit or not. That's the difference between the wood, hay, stubble, and the gold, silver, and precious stones. Brother Jerry Reader here. Hello to you, brother. He says, "Wait till you get to my age." I I can wait. <laughs> that's okay. You're not that old. Anyways, so let's go over here to YouTube. So that's on the Facebook page. Quite a few people have been coming in and out of Facebook, so that's good to see. 
And uh, again, if you have any uh, prayer requests, please uh, post those on there and I'll, I'll check those out. And then on the people tuning in on YouTube, uh, Sister Elizabeth is on here and Jonas and uh, uh, Brother Tim, my dad, uh, and Brother Damaris. Hello to you, sir. And Brother Burns, I missed you last week, brother. And uh, good to see you on here. Brother Gabriel's, yep, Brother Burns. Uh, everybody's saying hello. Uh, brother Daruna says, hello to you, brother. Uh, being angry and wrath are two different things. That's true. So, I mean, being angry is a, like the, I guess you would say the justifiably angry over sin. Um, I can understand that. That's not sinning. Um, we know that, um, this it's it's just a difficult for me and maybe that's just something that in my mind I can see every time I get angry I'm I'm definitely sinning so it's it's very difficult to think about that but but uh, good point there uh and so those gentlemen some gentlemen talked about the difference between anger and uh wrath and so forth that's good you guys uh Taking it to the Word of God, that's good. Uh, here's a question. Yes. I, I mean, all the fullness of the Godhead, Brother Gabriel. Uh, he asked a question about John 12 and verse 44. Yep, that's absolutely true. Uh, you believe... I'm trying. I just drew a blank on the verse. Sometimes that happens to me. I apologize about that. Uh, okay, here's a prayer request uh, for Brother Gabriel. My step grandma passed away over two and a half weeks ago. Oh, and my granddad has been grieving, but is getting better as time progresses. Pray that God watches over him and looks out over him. Yeah, um, boy, that's that's a tough thing, especially those that have been together for a very long time. Um, even though we, even two saved individuals, you know that your wife, I'm, 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 I'm just as sure that my wife is saved as, as, as I am sure that I am saved. But, um, even after the close to 20 years we've known each other, well, she'll, she'll probably get on here and correct me, but I, I think it's been over 20 years. Um, but if I were to, something were to happen to her, even though I know where she would be, um, it still would, uh, be pretty devastating. And the, as the time goes on, the more time you spend with somebody, the closer you get. That's why our relationship with Jesus Christ, our sanctification, we get closer, um, the more time you spend with them. So, um, Brother Burns, we will be praying for you. Uh, and that's uh, quite a bit of prayer requests there on there. So, okay, so so for Brother Gabriel's um, uh, grandfather, uh, Brother Burns asked for prayer as well. And uh, we'll remember that, uh, those two. Was there one that I forgot? I need to write these down here. So Brother Burns, Brother Gabriel's uh, grandfather, Sister Debbie's friend there, um, or his family, now that he has passed away, And I'm so thankful that uh, he uh, had a testimony of salvation. That's, boy, such a good thing. And hello uh, to you, Brother JT. Hello to you, sir. I made it before I was done. Oh, that's okay. So um, did I miss any there? Uh, so we have on Facebook here, we have...
I knew I should have started writing these down. So if I missed you so far, uh, we got Brother Burns, uh, Brother Gabriel's grandfather, Sister Debbie's friend. Um, the, uh, her friend Geary passed away, so be praying for all those there. Um, so if I've missed some from there, please let me know. Okay, here we go. We got um, a Sister Rebecca. For her niece, Abigail, has cancer. And uh, I'd have to ask, uh, I, I pray that, uh, Miss Rebecca, that uh, your niece is saved. Um, but we'll, we'll be praying for that situation as she goes through those treatments. Uh, Brother Dan uh, says here, pray about the storm is coming this weekend. Oh, okay, so this... Um, this weekend, I guess around Sunday evening, um, there's a tropical storm hitting down here. So we're back down south. So that's something that's something we just got to deal with. So um, we'll be praying for that as well. Till the storm passes over, till the thunder sounds no more. Hold me fast, let me stand in the hollow of your hand. Keep me safe till the storm passes by. Just thought of that song because it's talking about the storm. And uh, Sister Rebecca says that her niece is saved, so that's good to see. Uh, so we'll be praying for her as she goes through that, that the uh, she would be surrendered to the will of God in that situation. So, And uh, we'll be praying for Brother JT as he's working on his book, okay? Okay, brothers and sisters in Christ, if uh, we are... I think we're wrapped up here. I don't see any more. Um, yep, a tropical storm's coming through, Brother Gabriel. So, um, and my wife says, yes, 20 years. 20 years. Okay. All right, so let's go, go to the Lord in prayer. I think that's it. And if you have any more prayer requests, that's fine. Um, you can leave them in the comments section below. And you can also, uh, you know, email me if you'd like, and uh, I can be in prayer for that, okay? So let's let's go to the Lord in prayer. And as we pray, uh, you pray that uh, we would have the mind of Christ. Um, let's remember who we are. Let's remember we're ch uh, children of God. We've been bought with a price, we're new creatures, and to put on the new man every single day, every single moment, put on the new man. Let, allow this mind to be in you. Let this mind be in you. All right, let's, uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you so much for saving us. Lord, thank you for your sacrifice on the cross. Lord, thank you for redeeming us. Thank you for reconciling us to yourself. Lord, we're so thankful for that grace. Lord, help us to forgive one another as we go through this life because you've forgiven us. Lord, what an amazing thought and what a humbling thought if we would just have that mind, let that mind be in us. It would change our perspective, our, our, our walk, if we would remember that at all moments. So Lord, help us to remember that. Lord, help us to remember that in our walk. Help us to help each other in our walk. Help us to edify. Say only those things. Be kind one to another, tenderhearted. Lord, we just ask that we cannot do that in our flesh. In us, in our own flesh, Lord, we cannot act like that. We get upset and we get selfish, Lord, to be, to be completely straightforward, we think of self. So, Lord, help us to die to self. 
Lord, as we think about these uh, brothers and sisters in Christ that have brought uh, prayer requests um, and, and mentioned these things, Lord, we just ask first and foremost, Lord, we know that prayer isn't just asking and demanding and just want, Lord, prayer is, we want to be surrendered to what your will is in each of these situations. Lord, not our will, but yours be done. For my brother here, uh, Brother Burns, Lord, as he's um, mentioned several times to be always be praying for him, Lord, give him um, exactly what he needs. And Lord, help him to surrender to that. Let his will be crushed and let him just completely surrender to your will in each of these situations. For Brother Gabriel's grandfather, Lord, we can't imagine the until we've experienced it, we, Lord, we, we know that, the, 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 that he's hurting. Um, being without his help me that you provided for him. So, Lord, we just ask for this, uh, this man to have peace and that you would comfort him. And, Lord, uh, we just ask for prayer for Sister, Sister Debbie's friend's uh, family. Lord, I'm so thankful that he was saved and that, um, but Lord, as now that he has passed away and that he is in your presence, Lord, I know that he would want us and that he was in just admonishing at us to just preach the word to his family. Help Sister Debbie and those that are saved that will be around that family to show Christ in them, the hope of glory. Lord, we just ask for wisdom. We, Lord, we ask for opportunity for the moments that you would give those, those divining encounters, those, those moments that you have set and you're, you want them to have this moment, Lord, to help it to be clear to Sister Debbie and those around her that are saved when you provide that opportunity and that you have set that moment. Help them to be bold and help them to just give the word of God to them and to know exactly the words that need to be said because you're the ones that are that is saying it. So, Lord, help her there. Lord, we, has, we just really ask prayer to, for, the, for all involved to be surrendered in their will and also for healing, Lord. We know that if it be your will, Lord, we pray for that. If it's not, Lord, your will be done. For Sister Rebecca's niece, Abigail, as she starts to go through treatment, and, Lord, it's such a, a difficult time for the young lady. But, Lord, as she is saved, Lord, help her to rest in you. Not only the great physician and healer, but as her Abba Father. Lord, help her to just lean on her Abba Father. And, Lord, just draw close to her. Help her to draw close to you as she goes through these things. For the storm that's coming through, Lord, we ask for safety, of course, but... Lord, help it to just do and accomplish exactly what you have it to do. The storms of life, Lord, we're not concerned about ourselves. We're not concerned about our things. But, Lord, the world, there's a lost world out there. And, Lord, we just ask that their, their eyes be opened. Lord, as they don't help, Lord, please, just keep convicting through your spirit, the lost world, their need of you. Lord, I know that their hearts are darkened. Lord, they, we know these things, that the natural man cannot comprehend these things. But Lord, we just ask that the only thing that they can possibly have surrender to is the conviction of their need of you because of their sin that has separated them from you. Lord, Help them to get that settled tonight. And Lord, for my brother JT, as he's finishing up his book, Lord, we just ask that you just give him clarity. Lord, help him to write exactly what you would have him to write. Lord, we ask all these things in your precious son, Jesus' name.
We love you. Thank you for loving us first. Lord, thank you for forgiving us. Without that, we would be so lost, undone. But Lord, you've given us that hope that we will never die, that we will one day be with you complete, body, soul, and spirit for all of eternity. Lord, thank you for that because of you. Lord, you are the only one worthy of that praise. We love you, and amen, and amen. So thank you for joining me here for another broadcast of Let This Mind Be In You. Please tell all your friends and family, uh, share as much as you can. Um, I, I pray that I'm a help, and I hope what I said at the beginning makes sense. I'm not upset, not anything, far be it. I'm not above making wrong choices and so forth and so on or doing things that may offend somebody. So I just ask for forgiveness. And in order to not have any sort of distractions, we're just, uh, we'll just study the word of God from time to time. You may hear me sing because I have joy in my heart. I want to, I'll sing some time to time. I may even play a song, but, uh, we're just going to be very careful. But, uh, the main focus, the main focus of this ministry obviously the ministry of reconciliation, but is to encourage you, the body of Christ, to have the mind of Christ, to let this mind be in you. So thank you for joining me on this broadcast. I really appreciate the fact, especially those on the East Coast, I know it's late, but I thank you so much for joining me here tonight, and I will see you again next Thursday, Lord willing, at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. So goodbye for now. God bless you. Have a great night, and I'll see you soon.